Cheers, Cheers, baby. Cheers. baby. Do you know what? I need this Prosecco on a Sunday. Oh, yeah. Gasping for it. So you had a date on Thursday? A date? No, I went out <laughs> I went oh. out with a friend. Oh. No, Why I, did I think you had a date? Because I said I went out for drinks on, on Thursday. Mm. No, I went out uh, I went out with Dylan uh, oh, from to QX. Soho. Yeah. yeah. Ex-editor of QX. Mm. I don't know if QX is actually still running. Oh, no, they are. They're on Instagram. Yeah. Rest in pieces. <laughs> um, yeah, I went out for a drink in Soho. My God, it's the first night of those new rules, like the like masks everywhere all the time, I no more than six people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But these, oh my God, it's such a sad experience. Like, mm. I, you know, when like half the fun of going out for me for a drink, oh, I can see you. <laughs> half the fun of going out for a drink, especially in Soho, is like you get to meet fucking weirdos all night. Yeah, you know, like you go to the bar, someone comes over, tells you they're Elton John's manager, and then like tries to buy you a Aperol spritz, and you take it, and then pie him off and disappear. Is this a real story? Yeah, that did happen to me once at Village. Oh my god, you met Elton John's manager? Oh, he wasn't Elton John's fucking oh. manager. He was a liar. That's why I said this is when you meet weirdos. Oh well, he obviously would have got me into bed. <laughs> <laughs> like a sandal in the bin. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like that's the half the fun of going out, out in Soho. Is it like you go in a smoking area, you get chatting to some other nutbag who then asks you to go to some weird party somewhere or something like that. You can't do any of this now. Well, yeah, otherwise you're literally just paying like pub prices to sit there and talk to your friends. But that's exactly what it was. We'd gone for <laughs> we'd got <laughs> which I fucking hate doing. Um, I'd, we'd gone out for dinner before, and you're like that. You sit at a table with your friend for dinner and that's fine. You expect to do that. You eat, you catch up. And then you're like, let's go out for a drink. And you want to like have some stories and have some fucking fun. But it was literally like we went to the yard. It was like being in some sort of Russian naval base or something like the way they fucking dragged us about, like shoved us at a table. Then when we asked if we could move to another table so we could smoke, one of them told us we could. So we got up and moved and some bouncer swooped on us like fucking Germans were here to drag Anne Frank out or something like that. <laughs> I can say that as, as a person of Jewish descent, I'm allowed. But like, um, but it was really miserable. And then we thought we'd leave it because we were like, we were like, that'll show them. We'll leave the yard. For can making- I just ask? Do you even do you even think the yard is a nice venue? Not particularly. Not not as in like the venue itself. But I've just always felt like. The management. No, that's what I mean in terms of friendliness. Yeah, I've always felt like it was. It's cunty. a bit standoffish, yeah. but we went there because it had the outside area. That was particularly what we wanted to sit outside so we could have a cigarette, Smoke some crack. Yeah, yeah and the, <laughs> under a heater, that's important. <laughs> Got to keep it hot. Um, but it was just a miserable experience. And I, like, I understand everyone's doing like what they're supposed to and stuff, but it just, I, it didn't. We didn't enjoy ourselves. Then we went on to Compton's, and they were really lovely. But again, you're going in and just sitting down at a table. And all the fun of it is gone. Yeah. I love, and the, the thing is, I'm happy to pay for a drink somewhere like Compton's because I love them and I want them to survive. Sure, sure, yeah. But it was just like, it was real. You know, when you're doing something and you're like, I know this can be so much better. Mm. It just felt sad. So we had a couple of drinks there and then we just went home and watched YouTube and got drunk. Oh, like, that sounds more fun. Exactly. I've got to be honest. I mean, for, <laughs> for a gay just past 30, that's kind of what we do anyway. Just sit there, watch a bunch of YouTube videos and get pissed on like, Whatever wine has the highest alcohol percentage in it. Well, none of my friends drink, do they? Really? Not indoors, no. Not indoors. Always outside. Yeah, well, obviously, a lot of them are still smokers. Mm. I drink a little bit indoors. But if I was with friends and we weren't smoking, I would happily be like, oh, my God, let's drink and have like a a little indoor party with some... Start off with some pop 
music videos and then you move on to like drunken YouTube shit later. Exactly, exactly. Start off with like whatever's new outs and like yeah. some videos then then you go on to like older pop be like, oh, weren't things better then? And then it's like onto like weird YouTube mm. meme videos. Take a, you take a little stop by the Fifth Harmony in, in performance of Impossible on oh. X Factor. <laughs> Chills, just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little detour past the Cheryl Cole children in need when she dives off the thing. Okay, yeah. Mm. I just like seeing her dive because it's fucking <laughs> yeah. it's like Tom Daly in a wig. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm just... I'm fucking sick. I know, I know everyone feels this way, but mm. I just feel like I need to have it. I'm fucking sick of COVID-19. I'm sick of it. I want it gone. Mm. I want my life back. I want my life. I just want to be me. I just want to be me. I just want to be me, honey. I feel like Gemma Collins in that CBB diary room chair complaining about her frazzled extension. <laughs> the hair is frazzled. <laughs> <laughs> this is very expensive hair. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking frazzled. <laughs> Oh, I feel like you always do it better off memory than I need to hear you and then I have to get the voice in check. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if, are you back on Grinder yet? Are you back? No. No? no. You, are you still got the fear of the disease thing? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No. What about dating? Are you looking for a relationship? No. No. No, very not looking hard, for hard no. <laughs> hard pass. Not in my not on my uh, not on not on my to-do list at the moment. Not not in my neck of the woods. <laughs> <laughs> What about you? What What's new with you? Um, well, obviously, I just got back from Croatia not long ago. But coming back from Croatia, I was very much like I just wanted a social media break. And I watched that that documentary, the the social dilemma, right? Where basically all the people that created the technology that fucks our lives up are now like, this technology is really bad for you. And I'm like, yeah, thanks, great, yeah. Um, but basically, yeah, I'd watch that anyway. But I'd I'd wanted a social media media break for ages but it's just hard to do when you need it for work so i was like right let me just deactivate my personal one delete the app and then i just was like fuck it i was like get facebook off as well get grinder off i was like get both of them get them all off because i've realized that they are time vampires yeah i just thought well if i stop spending like an hour a day on instagram or whatever i spend on instagram and use that hour to spend on like Tinder or Hinge or like an actual <laughs> like, but like a dating app that's going to progress my love life. Sorry, that was a burp. It wasn't me pretending to be sick. <laughs> Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like Instagram was fine to a certain extent. I was chatting with boys. Yeah. But it wasn't, it wasn't really leading to any dates. Right. So do you have more success when you go on something like Tinder or Hinge? Um, well, the thing is, I deleted all these apps, freed up some time, some energy, and I've just like lined up so many dates. I've got like five dates this week. Oh, wow. I've actually just come from one. Really? Yeah. Oh. Oh, is that where you had the eight pound mimosa? Yeah. <laughs> I thought I'd wait till we sat down in front of the mic before I told you. I see. But um, yeah, he was actually, he was really nice. I wasn't sure beforehand if like maybe it was going to be a bit more of like a friend's vibe. But um, I already knew that we were chatting so much. And he'd already kind of mentioned, as soon as I told him I did stand-up, he said, oh, it, like he said, just promise me one thing, even if like nothing comes to tomorrow, like we can just be mates and I can come see you perform and stuff. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and I quite liked that because it kind of took the pressure off. So I was like, yeah, cool, that sounds good. Um, I'm still not really sure how I feel. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Second date, maybe? That'll help you figure it out a bit more, I guess. That's what they're for. 
Kind of, but I think, I think I'm leaning more towards either just sex with him or just friends. Could you not do both? I mean, I don't know. I just don't, I don't think, okay, so there's obviously, we <laughs> we all have like a list whether it be like in our minds, in our subconscious, we might not even know about it, about what we want in like a partner. Yeah. And I just think, you know, in a relationship wise, I don't know if we'd really be that compatible. But I think he's cute enough to have sex with. And I love his personality. So you could be friends that have sex. Yeah, but I just don't think like, we could like be in a relationship. Yeah. So just be friends that have sex. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best kind of friend to have yeah i mean obviously i would have to see that where he stood on it all and stuff oh yeah i mean it's like we have we're being friends that have sex no say in this yeah (laughs) yeah that is about yeah because obviously there could be the the problem that he might feel like he's getting into a romantic situation sure because sex does kind of confuse people unless they're very clear on the parameters yeah to be honest i'm really not even thinking about the sex side of it at the moment i just think do you know what he was he was so funny. He's an Irish guy, and obviously, I really get on with Irish people. Anyway. You love an Irish accent. As I well. do. I love any kind of accent, really, apart from Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but y'all can burn. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess we'll just see how that progresses, anyway. But but you've got five more dates to line four up, or more. four more. Okay, I've got four. That was more. the first of the five. Yeah, one of them is, um, one of them is actually a guy. So when I was in Croatia, I was on a, I was on a a boat tour and this was literally like you get on the boat at 9 30 and they're like do you want a brandy i'm like yeah fucking give it to me <laughs> give me that fucking brandy sling it down my throat actually speaking of i'd like a top up yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it was on this boat tour in croatia and we're, we're like all getting drunk on this brandy and one of the women that was on the boat she was i can't remember where she was from but she was like my cousin would love you. You're his exact type, like the way you're dressed, everything. He will love you. She's like, take his number, message him. And I'm like, whoa. Had you seen a photo of him yet? No, but I'm like, <laughs> she sent him like, a, I'm not even like exaggerating, about 70 photos of us. You know, like. You're Just like from on the boat, like, woo, like girls having a drink. Yeah, but you know when you've got that, that ocean wind in your hair yeah. and it's like. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> Flock of seagulls. Yeah, you look like a like a newborn bird. And but he was I in the end I ended up like stalking him on Facebook and stuff. Um he was he was handsome, but there was just, I just really fucking hated his hair. <laughs> and I know that sounds like a like a silly thing to get caught Those up are things on, you can is it a fixable thing though, as in you didn't like the style or was it, it not enough of it? Or? it, it no, it wasn't. <laughs> I see what you mean. Like, did he did he need a weave? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, is it something that you could, you know, potentially like a fixer upper kind of situation? We could style this. It would be more of a cut job because it's too long. But um, oh, then fine. Yeah, I think I'm going to go anyway. But you know, when you're just sort of like when you've got so many peeps, so many suitors. Oh, <laughs> when you've got so many men on the go, it's just uh, hard to find the time. But um, what I do want to talk about. I would like to talk about Madeline Ashton. Ashton. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I want to talk about like nude beaches. I love a nude beach. Do you? Yeah. Have you been on them before? Yeah, I have. have you? Oh my god! So this is a, no right. I was taken to a nudist beach by mistake as a child. Oh, I was in Menorca, and we were on some just like a family holiday. Like my mum and her new fella, and it's like quite a nice island. There's a lot of like undisturbed beaches, so you can kind of travel around. And my mum had read about this beach. She was like, "Oh, it's really nice. It's in a cove. It's really secluded. So I think we'll have a nice day there. Nice family day." So we get there, and this beach is relatively empty. Um. You know, we set up and stuff, and me and my sister are like playing in the water. And then as time goes on, suddenly we notice there's just lots of naked people around. And suddenly there were the, all these like fit Spanish men with like proper hairy chests, like dicks swinging around in like a thatch of dark hair and stuff like that. And that this, was when this is where your your love for the thatch of pubes began. It is, it's where the, my love of uh, like dark hairy men came from that's where this started because before then my crushes had been on people like nick carter and leonardo dicaprio like blondes i mean they're very they're 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 white exactly and this is when the tipping point happened and suddenly like i was following these men down into the water i think i was about 11 okay yeah or a bit younger than that maybe oh but not old enough to be doing nothing. But like old enough to be like s- swimming over for a look at things. Like I had goggles to scuba to like to like snorkel in, and I was having a good gander under that water. What age do you think it is that you start having a propaganda? I think you when you start getting propaganda. to like double digits, that's when you start building curiosity about that stuff. Mm. Not so much that I would be like overly sexualizing it. Like I, I don't think I, I wasn't wanking at that point. I don't think no, but. That was when you. That was definitely when I started to look at men in a different way. I mean, I th- I feel like twelve, you're in it, and thirteen, you're like definitely wanking about yeah. it. Yeah, but I feel like the curiosity definitely starts around ten. You're like, Ooh. yeah, because even though, I mean, obviously, when you're like, I always knew I was gay, so I always knew I had like more of an affection towards men. But when it turned into more of like a, I want to have a look at like what's in the pants kind of thing. Yeah, it was definitely double digits. So that is where that started on a so, nudist beach in Menorca. So did you all, so because we, we've spoke about this before, like me and Darren, and I've always said that initially I was just attracted to the penises. Mm. And then it was more of like a, I always found like girls pretty on the top half. I was like, oh, I like the face and I like the babes. I was like, I just like the penis. <laughs> And that's when I was like, oh, do I do I fancy she males? I know that's such an outdated term, but that's what they used to call it at yeah. the time. And it was only after like I fancied the penis that then later on I thought I grew to be attracted to a man's face. Would you say it was that not the other way around, but you were always attracted? Always attracted to yeah. male physicality. Okay. Always felt more like I don't know, like something about like the, the male Choke form. Me daddy. No, not just like that. <laughs> I you always felt more like safe around men and i felt more affectionate towards men yeah girls i, I always loved women because i used to draw lots of pictures of women as a child me too but my mum would be like why they all got such big tits but i oh think it was God. just more of like a, i just think you look fab like yeah. women are more sort of curvy so they lend themselves to like you know they're more artistic i think well women are like like visually the female form is prettier yeah and just having hair, you know, like that can flow with the air and stuff like that. I think women, are, they're more like I've got quite an aesthetic eye. That's so funny that you used to draw women with big tits as well. I swear every time we do an episode together, we uncover like one more layer of how similar we were know, growing it's really up. really odd. <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah but i always yeah and especially so that like, was your first new beach well, tell me about yeah. uh adult ones oh my god so my favorite one that i've been to is in i think that's the i've only been to but i've been and to it multiple times you walk times. around naked yeah do you yeah i don't know why but i just feel like i can't imagine you doing that well the thing is <laughs> i feel like you'd just be like i'm hearing a phone but i'll look at you <laughs> no i'm quite comfortable being naked as long as everyone else is naked yeah then it's fine yeah um but it's the one i've been to multiple times the one in sitches um and oh my god the first time i went i remember being like how does anyone not just shag all over the place here and then i found out everyone does shag all over the place at the new oh, beach in sitches okay. they all go down into the water so that they're like half covered by the ocean and they're all just like wanking each other off and like pretending to give each other a hug, but they've got their dicks up each other's asses and stuff like that. Oh. But I remember the first time I was sat directly in front of, and this, I hadn't, I didn't go nude that time. Um, but I was sat directly in front of these two stunning guys that were just like sunbathing completely nude. And I took a picture of one of them. <gasps> I know. It's probably a cardinal sin, then you're like, I don't know if that's even illegal. But this was in 2015 when things a were... A cardinal sin? Well, I don't know. Take it like of a nudist the, beach. A cardinal sin? I'm like, priests literally rape children. No, I mean a cardinal <laughs> sin of nudist beaches, you know, okay, like yeah. the, the rules of nude beaches don't take photos on nude beaches. But you go on Tumblr, you go on Twitter, and there's fucking pictures of people on nude beaches that don't know they're having their photo taken everywhere. Yeah. Um, this one didn't go on social media. I just keep it for me in my men folder. Send it to me later. <laughs> <laughs> did you um, did you get an erection? No, because the I, first time. No, 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 because I'm not like I don't. I'm not like 16 years old. I don't like I, I, if I have to calm myself down, then I'll be fine. But there were men like people do just stand there wanking themselves. Do they? Yeah, but it's quite like they pretend like you know. So people will stand having a chat as if they're you know like on any other beach or you know in a town square wearing a speedo and they'll just like constantly be sort of fiddling with themselves and frigging about like you know to like keep yourself a bit thicker i guess give sure, you, keep, keep yourself keep on the, a semi keep the blood flow there yeah yeah that's sure okay i understand but it's that, really but, odd because uh, it's like obviously gay men having a chat with a man that was with his girlfriend and they were both stood there like pretending to have a, I, was, I was like is this going to end up in a nice freeway a, a menage <laughs> a trois yeah i feel like a menage a trois is what you call it when it's two men and a woman yeah She's like the menage. <laughs> um, hold on. So this beach in Sitges, I'm quite curious now, now that I've been to my first one. Um, did you feel like body conscious? I feel like in Sitges, and I'm quite, I'm at a good place with my body, but I just feel like just looking around at like these beefy like gorgeous spanish men i feel like even as confident as i feel i would feel inferior i'm quite confident with my body i obviously i like i don't compare to any of them but i'm very comfortable with my own body the only thing that i get very self-conscious about is how pale i am mm. because i am literally like white irish like the clothes come off and light is like reflecting off me like a disco ball. It just goes right through you, babe. I know. I'm not going to lie. When I saw you today outside Argos, <laughs> you're looking fine. Now you've got a bit more colour in your face. Now we're inside. Yeah. But honestly, you look like the ghost of like a Victorian child. It only <laughs> gets worse over winter. My God. I start going like translucent. But yeah, it's like, I, it, but that happens to me anywhere. Like anywhere I go, any beach I'm on, as soon as like I'm disrobing, 
I people <laughs> just run. Just run. <laughs> <laughs> like as soon because I'm so pale, everyone like notices. So it's and I've just had to get used to it. But that happens to me like in a vest, like walking down the street in like Spain or South America or anything like that. People are always just like, "What the fuck? How pale?" Someone in in Spain actually just went vampiro as I walked past once. No, they yeah. didn't. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god! And it, obviously, I feel a lot of nude beaches are have this thing where it's there were like a lot of like old men there. Yeah, is the one in situs like that, or is it? Literally it's a mix. Just- There's a, like I said, there were uh, like lots of hot young men there. Right, but there's there's. Oh, of course. Oh, okay. So there's, there's okay. So I'd, it's I'd, multi-generational. Oh, right. That's fine. So I'd be drifting somewhere around the middle. That's, yeah. That's cool. As long as I'm not in like the bottom like thirty percent. We we good, honey. We good. Exactly. No, you get <laughs> you get a full range of people. Um, well, I was in Croatia. If you didn't know, honey, I was oh, in Croatia. Did you go to Croatia? Because you, you know haven't that? fucking mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way the sentences are coming out. <laughs> When I was in Croatia, <laughs> Christ alive. Go on. So in Dubrovnik. <laughs> um, no, I was on, uh, I don't know if you know this, but Croatia is not very, there was not much of a population of gay people online. Right. And all the bars shut at midnight. Right. So I was having a lovely time, but I just wasn't like, there was no, there wasn't much opportunity for dick. Yeah. Like the, the nearest bangable person was like 37 miles away i'm not really about that life imagine how much that uber would cost (laughs) they have uber in croatia oh my god the uber drivers in croatia are fit (laughs) fit you know you just think like you guys obviously don't have like uber rape here because everyone would just be willing oh my god (laughs) you should have just booked yourself an uber got yourself a bit tipsy and flop your dick out in the back. Uber drivers shag all the time. I thought that. And you know what? I've done it before, but I just get a bit nervous in another country. I think you have a higher success rate in another country. I know. I, do you know what? I'm so stupid because one of them was even like, why don't you take me take my number? I'll drop you back to the airport. <gasps> and then I took his number and I saw his WhatsApp picture of like him and his wife and his family. Oh, they've all got wives and families. That's not my problem, honey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just suck it. <laughs> in um in Brazil they do this thing called Boca Taxi, which is basically like blowjob taxi. So if you like flag down a taxi and it's generally you get like a packet of sweets, I think it's Hall's Black or Mentos, and then you sit and you put it between your legs like where your dick would be and like so that they can notice it and that, that's your signal that you're you're willing to pay for the taxi with a little blozer. Shut Boca Taxi. Where is this? Brazil. Honey, I moved to Brazil. I'm get- <laughs> I've got free travel for life. I'm buying a pallet of Hall's Black. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah. This is mental. I can't guarantee it would work in any taxi, but... Uh, do you know what? I think the key is sitting in the front. Yeah. yeah. If you get in the front, I think that's a clear indication that you want something to go on. Although I have had friends like... I won't name any names... But one of them got into the front of the taxi and was like chatting someone up and put his hand on the driver's thigh. And the driver was like, please remove your hand now or I will throw you out of the car. I'd have been like, rude. I'll get another one anyway. (laughs) I also know someone who went home with an Uber driver 
um, who then left his left like the meter running while they went into his flat and shagged. <laughs> Gosh, the guy then threw up out of the window because <gasps> he was like straight in quotation marks. Threw up out the window, then left immediately. Went home, got in the taxi, and then charged him like this insane fare for his journey. I'd have been like, I'm sending you the cleaning bill like they do when you throw up in the Uber. <laughs> so anyway, managed to meet this guy on Grinder and... In Dubrovnik. In Dubrovnik. Dubrovnik, honey. And, uh, but the first night we did, like, literally just met me for a drink for, like, 15 minutes, whatever. Like, screening process. Mm-hmm. And I already then kind of thought, is this a bit more of a friend's vibe? Then the second time, he or he was telling me while we met that about this nude beach on an island, but you have to get a boat there. Okay. So I'm like, okay. I'm thinking, well, I literally know nobody here at all. I'm down for it. I'm like, I'm ready to have this experience. So anyway, like a couple of days later, I thought I'm going to go. And he was going the same day. So we got the boat over together. And I was already thinking in my head, is there some sort of like unwritten contract where you know like i'm arriving at the nude beach with this man i have to stay with this man what was there and i'm like i'm sorry i do not know this man (laughs) (laughs) so you got there and you just kind of like see ya no not at all but when as soon as we got on the boat he was being really like he just wasn't chatting at all and but he even admitted he said sorry i'm being, being really moody um, this morning, like, I haven't slept well, whatever. I think he had a toothache or something like that. Oh, great. Well, fucking bother your ass to get over it and have some fun. Well, I just thought, it's, it's not that much effort, babe. Like, if you're in that much pain, just have a blowjob, take your mind off it. <laughs> um, but I was already in my head about, like, I don't actually know if I want to get with him anyway. Like, his personality was Rivita dry, oh, yeah. Dear. Like, this is, right, to put things into perspective... We've turned up, I've got like like two bottles of vodka, like not two big bottles, but like <laughs> fucking hell. But like two mini bottles of vodka and then maybe like four beers, something like that. Like yeah. vodka beer. He's bought apples and bananas. Uh, I thought, mate, I'm I ain't fucking getting on a boat to Lockham Island for f- one of my five a day. I know. It sounds like you he's going for like a day out with the kids. <laughs> but you gotta I've remember sliced them. This is this is literally what he does, like, basically every day, right? Because he's not working at the moment. Anyway, so we get to the island, and it there, were, well, there was no beach inside at all, not even a shore. It was just a nudist rock. <laughs> um, I was like, was, I thought we were going to, like, climb over the rock, and then it'd be like, Paradise Island. And it's like, no, you just lay on the fucking naked rock. Fucking hell. Was it even hot? Hot rock? That... Right, Mary Jane. (laughs) Um, No, that day was not particularly sunny. Right. And we got there and it was just literally all fucking old men, every single one. Basically. I do feel like as you get older, your your proclivity to be a nudist gets higher. Have you noticed like most nudists are older men? Yeah, I feel like your inhibitions just droop with the rest of your body (laughs) i I also feel like (laughs) i guess as you get older and i'm not saying this applies to everyone but i think you you also have that thing of like well i guess i've got a show i'm up for a shag and something you know like yeah sure well listen if you're a uh old 
guy who's naked on a beach, you're going to get laid more than an old guy who's sitting at home... Watching the snooker. Crocheting. <laughs> I crochet. I crochet. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't... I can't even say like it was loads of them because it was just really not that it's busy. Like a smattering of greys. A smattering. Uh... <laughs> so I'm asking more about it. And then at the top of these hills at the top of this cliff rock whatever there's like a foresty type thing because right. on this island it's really weird it's an island that has like loads of bunny rabbits and loads of peacocks and it's got like ruins and then like a game of thrones throne and then a cafe and a bar it's really fucking random right but then at the top is that that's the bit where people would go to like have sex so past the peacock <laughs> <laughs> So it's got to the point where I needed to go for a wee mm. and he was like, well, you can either go in the sea or you can go in the forest. I thought, well, I'm going to go in the forest and I'm just going to have a browse. Oh, because I was thinking, why would you go? I would have a piss in the sea if I just needed a piss, but you were going up there to sample the buffet. Oh, it was hardly a fucking buffet, babe. <laughs> if it was a buffet, I'd be anorexic. Like, <laughs> was it like, you know, the hot food rack at a Tesco when everyone's rifled through it and there's just a couple of, <laughs> couple of shriveled sausage rolls left on there? No, I'm talking it was like completely bare, like nobody there. Not a sausage. Not a sausage, babe. <laughs> Not a sausage. Not a single sausage roll. Sorry, I'm supposed to pull back when I laugh. <laughs> but they, um, because even if you think, even on the actual air quotes beach itself, there was only like, I don't know, obviously I couldn't see everyone, but maybe like 20 people. Right. So like hardly anything. 20 people, 70% of those were over 70, or like 70. So like it was a very small collection of people that were scattered about. Um, so anyway, I've just gone climbing up this rock because it's right at the top and you actually have to like almost rock climb a bit. Um, In the nude? Oh, no, I put my shorts on to okay. go up there because I just thought angles, honey, angles. Get, well, you don't want to get your cock caught in a crevice. <laughs> in a crag. <laughs> she got a cock in a crag. <laughs> Schlong in a crag. <laughs> She's showing a shrinker to the speech. <laughs> no. She's a cock on a rock. <laughs> Literally showing your you you crack to the rack. <laughs> I like the hesitation with that as well. She Cracking a crack. <laughs> no, I think that's what I was trying to say. She caught a crack in a crack. <laughs> or like crack on a rock. Crack on a rock. Crack rock. Crack rock. <laughs> that's what they should call it if it's a nude beach. The crack, crack rock. Crack rock. Yeah. Come on down to crack rock. <laughs> <laughs> Where you can expect every crevice. Inspect. Oh, fuck that up. Anyway. Uh <laughs> Let's move on. We're in an ugly area. Yeah, that's exactly what it was, an ugly area. So <laughs> I like clambered my way to the top and then uh, next thing I know, some guy has like popped up out of nowhere. Ooh. And I was like, oh my God, like obviously the grinder guy is down at the bottom still waiting for me. With his apples? Yeah, with his apples and bananas. He, he was like, let me know if you have any troubles. Like, just just be sure to send me a text if you need any help. <laughs> for you. I'm on the top of the rock! <laughs> SOS! Like, yeah. what the fuck? SOS! 
So, yeah, someone popped up. Yeah, so I was like, right, quickly, hop to it. Let's let's get this show on the road. Um, was he, so he was hot? He was all right, yeah. I wouldn't say he was, like, it was Good known. enough for crack rock. Yeah, good enough for crack rock, right. exactly. Ha- had a little fumble in the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> little grope in the underbrush. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly that. He he was Australian. I don't know if I've ever got... Okay. Might be my first Australian. Lovely. How was the dick? The dick was fine. The, okay. dick, the dick was nice. The dick was... Was it cut or uncut? It was cut. Yeah, a lot of Australians are cut. I think most of them are, actually. So, I... Was coming back, and I'm obviously aware that I've been like up there for ten minutes, and it doesn't take ten minutes to piss. So I was starting to come back down, and I thought might be all right, might be all right, might just be able to. Like you know, we were still at that stage where we'd been at a naked beach for four hours, and I'm like, you haven't even tried Made it on with movie, me, yeah. yeah. So I just thought we were friends, whatever. And you could have been up there. Having a shit and looking for a leaf to wipe with or something like that. I could have been, Plausible. Yeah, yeah but do you know what I mean? When he's like, oh, do you want to go in the sea? And I'm like, it's a bit cold. <laughs> Just do more like a, a floater popping up behind me. <laughs> yeah. I actually like that. I, I like that more than me, like, frolicking off with some, some Aussie. Yeah. Um, but so anyway, I've come to, like, the top of Quack Rock and looked down and seen, and he's not at our line spot. <gasps> and I've, like, looked along, and I can see him, like, further along Quack Rock, like, kind of, like, like looking around to see if he can see me. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, like, as if you're that worried about me that you're going to look for me. So I quickly bust my phone out of my pocket, text him, and I was like, help me, I'm stuck. And then quickly ran down the rock, and I was like, when he come back over, I was like, oh, where have you been? I was like, I texted you. I got stuck. I had to come all the way from over there. Oh, well, that was quick thinking, though. It was... It and was... less disgusting than I was shitting and had to look for a leaf, so... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was That's always my go-to. I mean... Like, poo stuff, if I want to get out of something. I've got diarrhoea. Can't bottom. <laughs> IBS, hun. IBS. <laughs> IBS can't be A. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use that, IBS CBA. Yeah, yeah. But do you know what? I always feel like when you get with somebody else, when you've come, you, you've arrived with one guy and you get with somebody else, I always just feel like that is whore. I just I've feel like you're the, a whore. I've done that many a time. Have you? I feel like we need to like normalise this a little bit because I think if you come with somebody... Well, it's a bit, you know, like... Like, you know, a bit like Handmaid's Tale. Like, you came with me, so you'll leave with me. <laughs> there's no binding contract. I mean, I, I, maybe there's like a social contract there. But if you've been there for like four hours and clearly nothing doing. But also. What's stopping you from going and having a little frig in the forest? Also, if you want me to yourself, take me to a restaurant, bitch. Pick up the check. Yeah, don't take me to a place full <laughs> Crack of other rock. men. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to take you to Crack Rock and I'd like to be celibate. Yeah. Uh, that's a, that's an oxymoron, but okay. Um, anyway, we even met up enough time after that and ended up not doing anything. So I was like, do you know what? I'm happy I took my... Yeah. My you shot. got yours. I got mine. You I didn't know. feel like... I would have felt like I, if I'd have stayed celibate, not celibate, like loyal to him that yeah. whole day at Crack Rock and then not got nothing out of it at the end of it. Yeah. So have you, so have you actually done stuff on a beach on a naked on a nude beach 
We spoke about your visits and your ponderings and your picture taking, but <laughs> pondering from your <laughs> I don't think I've actually done anything on a new beach. Never actually had sex. I've always just like not sex, but like I don't I'm like who actually has sex on a I don't I don't think it was on a new beach. I've done stuff on a beach before, but never on a new beach. Which just goes to show you don't have to be naked to have a frig on a beach. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. No, wait, I did. I went down into the water. Oh, you did? Yeah. Find a little she snake, did you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Someone just followed me in. And like, but the thing is, you had to be a bit careful about it. I went down into the water a couple of times thinking, like, because you just kind of go in and that's a signal, like, I'm ready. Like a, your baboon ass glows red or whatever. That's the same thing with the with the forest. Yeah, because uh, that guy had actually followed me up. The good thing about the the crack rock is that um, you know people over sixty aren't like they <laughs> can't they're, climb. They're, no, no. <laughs> there's no scale in those rocks. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I went down like a couple of times. I went down and someone I didn't fancy followed me in. So then I was just like ah, and just kind of splashed around like I'd just gone to like freshen the water or something. But then, like one of the last times, a big Catalan guy followed me in, so I thought I'm on, I'm on for this. Yes. So we just, but I, we didn't shout. It was more like you know, like a bit of mutual hand shandies under the water. Yeah. But then I met up with him afterwards. I invited him to my hotel. He oh. was gigantic. He used to be a bodyguard to Russian diplomats. Oh. And he used to pick me up and put me under his arm like a yoga mat and carry me around. Wow. Yep. Wow. And he always used to go, he learned English from Russian, so he had a really Russian accent when he spoke English, and he used to be like, big Catalan bodyguard, sweet English boy. <laughs> and then just like, rag the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't cope. Uh, so, and what, yeah, I was going to say like, and so what happened that night, but he ragged yeah. the shit out of yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, we had sex in the hotel pool as well. I don't know why that was more acceptable than shagging in the sea. Like, put me down like a yoga man and I did the downward dog. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to do like a, like a beach sex and a pool sex episode, but I think we need to put that on the members one. Yeah. Right. But some of these, so I've asked the followers about their own experiences on nude beaches and it was really quite a mixed bag. <laughs> 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 like the nude beaches themselves, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lucky dip, if you will. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not so lucky dip. Not so lucky. Unlucky dip. <laughs> <laughs> so Dominic says, I saw a dude giving another dude a blowjob. They saw me lurking and invited me to join. I did. Good. Good for you. Sounds good like that was a good day. Fucking hell. Like, that, how scandalous is that? <laughs> I slept with Billy Joel. Like, great. <laughs> no, <laughs> Who hasn't? <laughs> <laughs> Me and Shani used to do that all the time. <laughs> no, that's good. That's a that's a that's a lucky dip. Yeah, that was a lucky. That dip, dip was lucky. I feel like it wasn't necessarily like, oh, what 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 are your nude beach scandals? It was just okay. Well, it was, tell me your best nude beach story. And if you... Oh, yeah, no, that is a good story for a nude beach. I don't know if it's the winner. No. I Let's got... scroll on. <laughs> Keep going. Um, somebody else said, I think Caesar, maybe his name is. He said, I thought it was a nude beach. It wasn't. If you've got it, flaunt it, love. Yeah, say la vie. I know. Some people say I look like my dad. <laughs> Oh, you love me dad as well. 
Do you remember that at the start of Say La Vie? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Just check. just making sure the readers, the listeners got the reference. Oh, good. Yeah. 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 Oh, God, that must be mortifying, though, to show up to a... To a like, how could you not think it was a nudist beach? Was everyone there naked for a second? And he was like, oh, I guess I will, too. Whipped off his clothes and then they put theirs back on. Maybe somebody had just said to him, like, oh, this is a nudist beach. Maybe he was the first one there. Maybe. So he was there nude, like like my beach in Menorca when all the hairy men showed up. Yeah. Well, did you know what the moral of that story is? Never be the fucking first to arrive at a party. <laughs> ever. Um, George tells us that a guy cheated on his boyfriend with me in the dunes in Australia. The boyfriend was 20 metres away. It's I feel li- like that's a line. That's a, that's a little bit like my story, isn't it? But I reckon, like, that's what they're, they're probably a couple that tell people that. Oh, I shouldn't be doing this. My boyfriend's only 20 feet away. And he's like, oh, gets all flustered. And the boyfriend's like in the in the reeds recording it for OnlyFans. And they get home and they're like, oh, do you remember that slag? With, like, <laughs> that slag you watched me fuck in the dunes. <laughs> Stupid gringo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh yeah, that fucking bucket. <laughs> bucket. <laughs> Bring them up. <laughs> you definitely get a lot of buckets in outdoor public sex. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> You just do. Whatever the weather, we're going to be buckets together. <laughs> I didn't even know that's not even that funny. Let's get on in public. Is that together public affair? Together we can be back. <laughs> okay, we're getting, we're getting really we're sidetracked. sidetracked. We're getting really sidetracked. Oscar got blown by the hottest daddy he's ever seen. Meanwhile, four other dudes were watching. What is this dude? That's not coming back, is hey it? Hey, dude. Yeah, this dude. Hey, dude. Yeah, dude. Dude. <laughs> That's so quick, like. Dude. Maybe like that, like, dude. 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 We're getting sidetracked Yeah, again. Again. <laughs> Pass me the Prosecco. Okay. Again, Oscar, that's quite a hot story. Um, That sounds like a... A success for the new beach. Yeah. We're getting a lot of answers from people saying that um, they got attacked by a mosquito or a bee. And then we're like... <laughs> I thought you were going to say by like, attacked by men. <laughs> yeah. No, they were like, the only thing that was chasing me was a mosquito. Um, and they were like having to like... Well, that's not your best fucking beach story, is it then? No, but that's quite, quite embarrassing though. Imagine like standing up having to like flap away this this wasp and then like all your bits are like jiggling Whoa. about yeah. <laughs> like Mrs Doubtfire putting out her tits <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I kind of get it because it did happen to me like the second time I went I did go again uh, I went on a s- crack rock again to crack rock yeah I went on a day when it was sunny thinking it might be more busy it wasn't but there was a really oh I'm not going to say really but there was a cute couple and I was like sitting there just like trying to give them my eyes and then this Wasp or something come over and I was like, <laughs> like you, you bat it away the first few times and then you're like, <laughs> <laughs> Croatia just doesn't really strike me as a like a cock spot. It's you know not. What I mean, like, um, this this lovely guy went home later and ate ass and let's just say it was a little gritty. 
<laughs> Gritty sphincter. Gritty girl. <laughs> Gritty. Gritty. This Gritty Patel. One. No. I don't even know if this is real or not. Read it. Found a, a tiny crab crawling out of my hole along with the cum. <laughs> no. That can't be that real. That can't be real. How would it be alive? Sounds like nothing could survive in that fucking bucket. Bucket! <laughs> She's been rock pooling. She's bought a bucket of crabs and shells home. But no, but crabs can survive in water, so surely they can survive in calm. Yeah, but surely it would have nipped his, you know, it would have been inside pints in his colon. No, I don't feel like it was like a... Like, it, it wasn't like, like Sebastian. A, no, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a live crab. It was like a, a crab crab like the, a, that you get in your pubes. Oh, so maybe he's got a hairy butt, and then as the cum, cum each of the cum just was just coming a out crab from the hair. Yeah, but how did he find it? I'm like, were you squatting? What I mean, like were you squatting over a mirror to watch the cum come out of the hole. This I don't know if this is a lie or not. Just FYI, guys, if we sense it's a lie, you're not going to win. <laughs> But still, that gagged me for a moment. If that's that true... Is, that is, if that's true, that's horrid. If that's true, Eugene, you are one disgusting madam. Dirty lady. Dirty. It's always the Eugene. Proper beach bum. <laughs> always the Eugene. <laughs> it's always the Eugene. <laughs> we had a couple of people saying that they burnt their knob. Oh, that must be horrible. Yeah. I've never thought to put sun cream on my cock on a nude beach. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You want to come and rub it in? <laughs> Maybe that's why all those men on the beach were like rubbing at themselves. They were just rubbing in their sun cream. Mm. No. No. Uh, this one, I um, I really want to believe. <laughs> I jerked a dad off behind a rock while his family was in the water. Oh, that's my fantasy. Is it? Like, I just like men with families. Do you? <laughs> Do you think it's like the forbidden aspect? Yeah. 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 Like, just not, like, we're not supposed to be doing this. Yeah. You know, and that, like, yeah, the forbidden aspect of it, and you know, he's a dad as well, that kind of thing. All the fun stuff. All right. Because I'm not saying I've got daddy issues <laughs> or anything, but, you know, I have. <laughs> Sorry. I just don't even know what to make of this. Tyler, Tyler had a guy walk up to up to him and his boyfriend and say, "Do you want to see my foreskin queef?" <laughs> <laughs> How does the foreskin queef? Is that a seduction technique, or is it just like you want to see something fucking weird, like? <laughs> it's also got basically absolutely nothing to do with the nude beach that could happen <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess it's a bit more fr- like there's a bit more immediacy to it at a nude beach because if you walked up naked and was like, "Do you want to see my foreskin queef?" You could be like, "No," and he'd still be doing it. Like, <laughs> but what? How does it work? I don't fucking know. My foreskin's never queef. I was going to say, <laughs> does your foreskin not queef, honey? <laughs> Does your foreskin queef? Does it smell a bit of beef? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, that is that's horrible. I would like to know. Could you send us the logistics of that though? 
Yeah. I'd like to know how that... Did you watch The Foreskin Queef? I want to know. It, th- this would have been such a better story if you had watched The Foreskin Queef and you had... Filmed it? Yeah, well, yeah. I feel like I'm going to end up Googling Foreskin Queef now. Should we do it? Just quickly. <laughs> I just I just want to see if it's a thing. Foreskin fart, I guess. Uh, this is disgusting. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. It's called a foreskin fart. It's on Urban Dictionary. It says... <laughs> I'm really I'm so dead. <laughs> so dead. When an uncut man retracts his foreskin and as it passes over the head of the penis, it makes a wet fart like noise. I feel like I would have that would have happened to me at least once in my life, living for three decades with a foreskin. But it hasn't. No. No, same. <laughs> <laughs> It says, sometimes it can be very brief. Other times, <laughs> other times, air quotes, farts can last up to 15 seconds or more. It all depends on the tightness of the foreskin. A tighter foreskin can cause a shorter fart. The amount of pre-cum already on the penis head and the force with which the foreskin is retracted. What? <laughs> No. 15 seconds, that's a long time. Wait, wait. (laughs) James, put your foreskin away. That's ridiculous. This is a lie. Like everything on Urban Dictionary. That was 15 seconds of fart, not for my actual foreskin. I just want to clarify. That never happened. Um. Was that all of them then? That was that was pretty much all of them. So we've learned. We've. I feel like I've learned things today. <laughs> not not much, granted, but we do have to pick a winner. I've learned not to go to Dubrovnik. That's what I've learned today. But you got to remember that I was in COVID, and funnily enough, my I was in COVID. I the date that I had today, he'd actually been to that to Crack Rock. To Crack Rock. Yeah. Many times. No, just a just a once. <laughs> um. Okay, so we have to pick a winner. I mean... Is it the foreskin queef? Is it the... But I feel like, is that foreskin queef one true? The thing is, it could be plausibly true because that person might just be a weirdo. I 100% think that story is true because it's just too specific to be a lie. Yeah. Especially if you're asking a question about a nude beach, you wouldn't be like, oh yeah, some guy came up and said like... (laughs) So it's between that or, or what? It's between the foreskin queef... The the dad and the family. Uh, but that's just a hot story. I mean, that's not you know, that's not the most outrageous story I've ever heard. We've all done something with a dad while the family's in the other room, haven't we? But <laughs> I don't know if we're going for like, I'm like yeah, my own. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we're going for outrageous or if we're just going for the best. I would say the foreskin queef one. Um, obviously, oh, there's the crab in the hole. That's just disgusting. That is. That's just uh, that's just horrid. And then we have the guy with the the gritty ass. <laughs> he was ruining the guy with the gritty ass. Yeah, that's just standard day at the beach. The foreskin queef. I think is the, the queef's winner. got it. The queef foreskin has it. Foreskin queef is the winner. Woo! Congratulations, queef. <laughs> <laughs> queef, I will message you <laughs> on Instagram. Queefful. <laughs> Queen. Uh if you're happy, I will tag you in the story so that people <laughs> No, but just so that 
obviously it wasn't him who it's not it's not yeah it's, actually that's a, he didn't queef so it's fine. yeah it's not embarrassing for him but your name will here heretofore be queef <laughs> queef latifa queef latifa i was just about to say queen laquifa <laughs> but I just like obviously I like to get people's permission, but it's good to do so that I can post the winners on the story because then people know it's not like send the stories in for this little scam, and then like we don't <laughs> yeah. actually like post anyone. Um, but we are actually going to have to skip the confessional corner this week, right? Because we spoke so much about slangs and the crevice. crack crack. No, uh, yeah, crack crack, <laughs> crack crack, crack crack, cock spot, cock spot, um. Yeah, so I guess uh, it's just, I just don't want it to end. I, I never want it to end. <laughs> Always love sitting here talking like... Can I just say, I feel like this week has been so professional. Like, not our conduct. <laughs> not our conduct by any means. But just sitting here with these mics like this, I'm like, I love it. I do. I do like a good mic set up. Yeah. Yeah, so I just want to say a quick thank you to the Patreons. And the producers of this week's episode are... Daniel Jerez and Joe Finch. Thank you so much. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Could you do that, Katie? Thank thank you so much. Thank you so much, darling. Really appreciate all that money. Really appreciate it. Never underestimate the cocktails and cock talk. (laughs) Never underestimate cocktails, confessions. And the patrons of this episode are... (laughs) Diego Flores, Thomas Hewish, Tom Wetmore, Jean Hugginson, Adam Whitehall, Zach Wisby, and Matthew Davies. Thank you so much, Patreons. Oh my God, you guys are absolutely amazing. We'd love to meet you all, give you all a big kiss, maybe sort you with these. Um. <laughs> I feel like that's something she might say, no? It probably is, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, do you know Thank you again for joining me on another episode. You're very welcome. I'm I feel like, do you know I'm just going to stop saying thank you to you now yeah. because you're you're just part of the team. Part of the crew. Yeah. I'm always happy to be here. <laughs> you can call me Dom Top, you can call me James, or you can call me Howl. <laughs> Um, but yeah, if you want to follow us on Instagram, we are at Cocktails Confessions collectively. I'm at Gillet Slays. And you know, if you search my name and I'm not there, I'm just having a little hiatus. Come back, honey. Come back. She's just taking a little time out. And uh, I am I am Dom Top. That's I am Dom Top. At. At I, I am, am Dom, Dom Top. Top. Sorry, darlings. I've had quite a bit of Prosecco today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should we go to a gay bar? Are there any? Are there any lift? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>